Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, you know from Instagram, at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. And we are going to do so while eating just a little bit of junk. So, I have my junk food here, which is actually In-N-Out Shakes. A-In-N-Out Shake, not Shakes. It's, that's a legit... You know, food. Mm-hmm. But I personally don't like In N Out shakes. Oh. They're a little frothy for my taste, if I do I like say that. so. They're kind of frothy. A lot of people love them. I, I don't like Whataburger shakes either. They're kind of. Whataburger shakes are too syrupy. Mm-hmm. They're way too strong. But In N Outs are just too frothy for me. But um, And then I have, so it's kind of a disappointing announcement, but. I've decided to try the paleo diet again. I did it a Ooh. while back, a couple of years ago. And I know I've been on a diet at some point during the show, but <laughs> I'm actually trying to do paleo, which is like, you basically eat like only what a caveman could eat. Like if it wasn't around for a caveman, Gross. you can't eat it. So in That's this paleo nasty. mix that I have, it's a nutty chocolate trail mix. It has almonds, chocolate drops, hazelnuts, and walnuts. And so, they, so you can eat dark chocolate. Because they had apparently dark chocolate is like, I don't know what comes from the ground. I don't know. But that's what's in my mix. And um, I'm excited to try it. So That sounds gross. Well, and I mean, like when when you don't, when you're restricted that much, you're excited to try anything. That you're allowed to munch. Yeah, but so. it's like paleo ice cream. No, the cavemen's wouldn't have that. Oh, you know what? Oh, well, no, not that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you can make you can make ice cream out of things that they ate. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I get what you're saying. That's funny though. That. Yeah, because there's a place, Steel City Pops. They have they used to. No. They had Paleo Pops. That's sick. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, no, cavemen did not have ice cream. You're right. <laughs> there is no Paleo Pops, but I had no idea. They're really good though. That's what paleo meant, like Paleolithic era. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I literally, I thought it was just like the name for the diet, like keto. Ketosis, and then your body goes into ketosis. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm learning so much. I don't know what Atkins means, though. Don't know what that is, either. It's the one where you eat, like, all meat and cheese all the time. Ew. Yeah, it's like because you can't eat any carbs. It's like zero carbs, oh, okay. so no potatoes, no bread, none of this. So like, I knew this girl who did Atkins in school, and she literally brought like every day brought a bag with a steak in it. <gasps> yeah, and it was like she ate steak every single day, and Ew. like cheese, some type of block of cheese, or I don't know. I was like, that doesn't look healthy. <laughs> yeah, what? but I'm sure it was delicious. Yeah. But. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen seasons one and two, and those we've done in the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, this is Mr. Monk and the Voodoo Curse, season eight, episode seven. So, here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a little league practice in progress when one of the players hits his first home run clear over the fence. Unfortunately, his ball hits a jogger right in the head, killing her instantly. 
Next, we cut to the jogger's family members sifting through some of her mail when they notice an open package postmarked two days prior that contained a voodoo doll seemingly struck in the head by a baseball. The peculiar case is sent to Mr. Monk with great reluctance by Natalie, who believes in voodoo and is petrified of the dark art. Then two more cases come along, one man struck by lightning and one of an elderly man who died of a heart attack, all with postmarked dolls. Then the stakes reach an all-time high when Natalie receives her own doll in the mail with a decapitated head. Monk assures her that she's all right, and they even call in a reverend to help reverse the bad juju. It's then when Natalie drinks a potion from the ritual that she's not supposed to, and the paramedics are called. One of the paramedics on the scene is Angeline Dilworth, the niece of victim number two who died from the heart attack. Monk begins to piece together how Angeline was also the paramedic on the scene at the baseball field and the lightning victim. He puts it all together. Angeline had used her job as a paramedic to create the voodoo illusion by mailing some empty packages to herself to have them postmarked. Then she would customize a doll based on accidents she had seen happen on the job and then planted the voodoo packages into the victim's homes. But the only real victim was her uncle, who she had actually killed for inheritance money. She simply made all the incidences appear to be voodoo to cover up her murder. Luckily, Monk and Natalie figure out in the nick of time, and Natalie overcomes her fear of the voodoo curse. This was a good one. Okay, all right. What did you like? Okay, well, this was Mr. Monk and the voodoo curse. Okay. So, I liked... Okay, you probably have this, but our boy Petey, (laughs) Petey Cunningham... Poor Petey. <laughs> he is so adorable, though. The coach is like, okay, Petey. Come on, Petey. You can do it, Petey. All right. Just make some contact, Petey. All right. They're and trying to give the lady time to walk over there. That's what I was thinking about. Oh. Because she's like. That's true. She Because she's right next to them. And so they have to, like, make it make sense that she's all the way on the other side. That. So he's like, come on, Petey. You can do it, Petey. You got this, Petey. Let's go, PD. Is the entire, like, no, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a really good catch. However, I thought it was just showing that he's not a confident player. Mm-hmm. He's never hit a home run in his life, <laughs> and he's just like, okay, all right. He's a, he's a kid that wants to do well but mm-hmm. never does, and so he's like, okay, you know, getting all psyched up in his head, and then he like he checks the wind. Did you notice that? He sticks <laughs> his finger up to check the wind, and he's like, okay, okay, I got this. I thought he was adorable. And then, of course, he kills the lady. I know. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, Monk is there, and they're all gathered around, and Petey's like, am I going to jail? <laughs> and he's like, probably not. <laughs> oh, so messed up. <laughs> Monk and him not being empathetic or being able to deal with children. Yeah. It's classic. <laughs> Poor Petey can't even celebrate his ball. Cause, oh, I know. Because his coach is like, I mean, it, it was a heck of a ball, though. I mean, good job, Petey. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, that was some good contact, though, there, buddy. <laughs> I did like how the coach was still being encouraging. Yeah. Like, even though he killed a lady, it wasn't like, yeah. like no. you should quit baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, kids. No, like yeah. What well, I mean, what would you say? Like, yeah. there's no, there's no like. Honestly, right, kids, that poor we'll be, coach. We'll be careful next time. Like, <laughs> we won't hit any more home runs yeah. ever. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Um, this gave me Death Note vibes, and I don't know if you know what Death Note is. Is it something? Is it is it like this guy's the Grim Reaper kind of sort of, and he goes around and gives people death? Yet yeah, close. Or something. Okay, so basically, 
it's an anime, so... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this guy, it, it has the same, like, vibes because it's, like, supernatural or whatever, but this guy, he's given this book, and anyone's name he writes in the book dies. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, I just, like... I, I got the very specific vibe from this. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, that makes someone sense. was controlling, you know, the voodoo and all that. So I, because I really like Death Note. So that's why I liked this one. Boom. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I like one of the Randy lines. He has a bunch of little lines. I'm not sure that I wrote down all of them, but this one's pretty funny. It's actually, Natalie says it because there's this crazy theory about uh, how the old lady died. Mm-hmm. And Randy's like, well, I mean, you know, I guess the killer used a baseball gun, you know, and just hit her on the head. And Natalie's like, really? A baseball gun? So the baseball gun killer does this. And he's like, hey, that's a good name. Baseball gun killer. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> so once again, Randy trying to name the killers, the baseball gun killer, which is funny now that you know, like, who, what happened. Like, yeah. Nothing else related to baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, yeah, he was the baseball gun killer. <laughs> and it was a girl. This, isn't this, like, a lot like Sleeping Suspect? I think it's okay. a mix of the okay, Sleeping Suspect. Okay, that's true. I got those vibes from the postmark. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a mix of Sleeping Suspect and Mr. Monk Goes to Mexico. You mentioned another one was the circus because Natalie was oh, afraid Natalie's, of voodoo. Oh, my gosh. It's, okay. And the elephant. It's yeah. the circus, Mexico, and the sleeping suspect. Why is it Mexico again? Because Mexico, it's the coroner who does it. And oh. he's faking all these things. Oh. Good catch, <laughs> Noah. Okay, I like that one. Okay, that's a good like. I like that. Okay, Natalie comes into the apartment, into Monk's apartment, and she's like, we're going on a trip. Oh, yeah. We're going on a trip. All expenses paid. We're going to... Uh, we're going to Santa Barbara. We're going to drive down the coast so we don't have to fly. I booked you a room. It's a, it's a nice hotel, 10 floors. We're on the 10th floor and it's room 1010. How about that? <laughs> Monk's like, what? We can't just go? Like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I'm paying. And he's like, room 1010, huh? <laughs> so it's so funny. And he's like, but Natalie, we can't just go. And she's like, yes, let's go. It's just, uh, we'll just go fancy free. And he's like, <laughs> Fancy free. Natalie, did you just say fancy free? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's so funny. She's like, yeah, 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 come on. And then uh, and then they go into the living room. And he's like, what about the case? What about the captain? She's like, oh, no, he said, you know, I already talked to the captain. He's fine, whatever. And he's like, she's like really? And she's like, yeah, look, no, I'll call him right now. <laughs> and she picks up the phone. And we've seen before that Monk was vacuuming. And he mm-hmm. unplugged that phone. Yeah. And so Natalie's like... Hi, Captain. Oh, yeah, we're going on vacation. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Uh-huh. Okay, bye. He's like, okay. He says take lots of pictures. Looks <laughs> like, that phone's unplugged. She's like, what? He's like, that phone is unplugged. And she's like, are you calling me a liar? He's like, it's unplugged. So he's like, are you calling me a liar? I don't know what to say. It's unplugged. I don't <laughs> Okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> that is so freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, shocker. I'm with Natalie on this one, okay? Leave. Go as far as possible. Someone else can figure this out. <laughs> You're the most important detective in the world, okay? 
Someone else has got this. Oh, I see. Okay. That's an interesting viewpoint. And also, could this possibly be a plot hole? Well, no, it's it's not. I was going to say that Monk isn't afraid of it at all. But Monk is such a logical person that he his yeah. mind doesn't go there. He's like, no, voodoo isn't real. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing to be afraid of. So, But it is very creepy. And yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, just just leave and let somebody else figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, we also have the really good scene where Monk is consoling Natalie. She's freaking out. She's just got this package with a little doll that her head falls off, which is funny too, because Monk mm-hmm. is like, oh, maybe it just fell off in shipping. And he's like, oh, nope, you're right. It looks like someone cut it with a scalpel. <laughs> it's so messed up. And she's like, oh. And he's like, Natalie, Natalie, look at me. Nothing is going to happen to you. You're fine. We're going to figure this out. It's not voodoo. Voodoo isn't real. We're going to figure this out. And so it was, that was a really, really mm-hmm. nice moment. Yeah. And so I like that too. I, oh, are you done? No. Yeah, you're good. Uh, I liked how it was all connected, like, with Nat- why Natalie was afraid of it was because Mitch, like, she quote unquote could have saved Mitch. I thought that was cool. I thought it was like a, it was, it's always fun to see those, like, motivations Mm-hmm. behind, you know, her being scared or her being excited or whatever. And I loved it. It was just because, you know, we don't really talk. Th- there's not much about Mitch, mm-hmm. but when there is much about Mitch, I think they did this right. Interesting. I I might slightly disagree with that just because we've had other storylines like how, remember in the Red Herring where he's like supposed to be a coward or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're like, why did they even add that? Like, that makes Mitch look bad. This is like another... It's not as bad as that story, obviously, because it doesn't make Mitch look bad. But it seems like another random storyline mm-hmm. that, like, that has to do with Mitch dying. And you're like, okay, well, was he a coward? Was it a voodoo doll? Like, that's kind of just a weird random thing. But yeah. I can appreciate... I can always appreciate a Mitch callback. That's good. Yeah. I just don't know exactly if I agree with, like... A voodoo doll theory of him dying is kind of random. <laughs> yeah. But okay, my next one is Randy's not superstitious. He's a Gemini. <laughs> He's a. I'm a Pisces. We're not superstitious. Uh, is that what he said? Yeah. Pisces. Okay. I I forgot which one he said, but I was I was like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. It's superstitious. Okay. Um, this episode keeps you guessing mm-hmm. and hooked. Like, you do not know what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. And the voodoo dolls, like... I mean, it definitely has the sleeping suspect vibe with the pre-packaged, like, mail and all of that. And, like, so, kind of... They've kind of done it before. But, I mean, for one, that was a really long time ago. But... And mm-hmm. it's still it's still a really good plan. And she's actually... The sleeping suspect wasn't awake or alive or actively doing this. This is the paramedic, and she's alive and going and planting yeah. all of these packages and you just you have no clue like this 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 guy dies this lady dies this other guy dies and then Natalie gets the doll and you're like I mean what did you think when Natalie got the doll like did you have any type of theory or any like no like or like well no it's obviously just a random killer and they're trying to like mess with Natalie or like did anything like did anything cross your mind when you saw that Natalie got a doll? I I just thought that she, like, that she was just one of the victims. Which I was also like, 
what are the chances? And I was going to write that down. But then it explains it later that it's like, oh, she knew that you were getting too close. So she went after me, mm-hmm. right? But I, I, ju- I just thought it was one of those coincidences. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that much of it. Right. Yeah. I was so into it. Yeah, exactly. See, because that's what, if, if I had never seen it before, right? Like, I feel like this is one of those instances where I would be like, like, oh my gosh, maybe it's voodoo. What, you know, like mm-hmm. where you're like, obviously it's not in the, in the forefront of your mind though, you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's voodoo in the back of your mind. You're going, but it's not really voodoo. Yeah. But then whenever Natalie gets the doll to me, that's when it, you make the switch and go, okay, it's not voodoo mm-hmm. because it's too much can't. of a coincidence yeah. that Natalie would have got the doll. So I was just wondering if that's kind of what happened. I feel like that's what would happen to me if I was watching it for the first time. Yeah. Like, okay, it's not actually voodoo, but. Yeah. I, so. I really like this one. It was, I'm a sucker for Monk versus Supernatural. Like I said oh, that yeah. with the alien one, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. And it's, they're just so good whenever they do these. Yeah. Like I, I do like a Monk versus person, like Monk versus, what was it? Monk. Takes a stand in Monk versus the genius. Or like whatever. a singular person yeah. is good too. Yeah, but like Monk versus a, like a magical force or like an over. You're like a, the magician yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like it's just way more fun. Yeah. I love it. True. Um, that's a good point because it's not only about the adventure, mm-hmm. it's also about the, the, the thing, the Itself, mythical yeah. thing. Yeah. So, no matter how funny the episode is, it's always, it always comes down to the crime, and I think they nailed it on this one. Right. True. Okay, I think I just have one more thing, and that is that Natalie figures it out. That she sees her name when remember, she's in the back of the ambulance, oh, yeah. and she sees Natalie Teeger spelt wrong, and she's like, uh, she like looks at the girl, and she's like, you look like you're in a lot of pain. You need some medicine. And mm-hmm. then Natalie's like, ah! <laughs> like so she figures it out like before the girl tries to kill her which we know it's kind of simultaneous that she's mm-hmm. like crap she just figured me out yeah but at least natalie did figure yeah. it out and- i like it because because monk and the reverend figure it out at the same time that natalie does and then they're like ram the car do it ram it and they ran the ambulance i actually like whenever the guy the the reverend is not figuring it out like he's like no angeline would never do that yeah. she's a great customer and he's like <laughs> he's like great i'll wait. never sell another <laughs> yeah that, that too <laughs> great it's not even real <laughs> but i just like how he doesn't figure it out and he's like she's such a great customer like what the heck and monk's like wait she's a customer like did she buy the dolls <laughs> and he's like oh yeah i think she did <laughs> he's like i don't know five or six <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, lo- I loved the reverend in his potion. He's, oh, you did? Okay. Yes. They're like making it and it's like devil's dog and it looks like, you know what? And then Natalie drinks it. I mean, I would have drank it too. He was like, it's done. And then Natalie drinks it. I was like, yeah, I would have done that. He's like, call the cops. I would have definitely drank it. I mean, yeah. I don't know about that quick. I would have been like, drink this? Yes, no, but she just like went for it. <laughs> So is that your last like, or or do you have more? Oh, that's it. That is okay. So then we'll transition to dislikes because I did not like that. <gasps> she well, I don't like that Natalie was so like 
Like, it's okay that she was afraid. I don't mm-hmm. mind that she was afraid of the voodoo. But when she was, like, rushing the guy through his thing and, like, not oh, yeah. absorbing it and, like, taking it in. It's like, if you really believe in voodoo and if you really believe that this guy's, like, seance or not a seance. That, is that not when you summon dead people? Like a ritual, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when his ritual, if you think that it's real, then you need to be patient. You need to accept what's happening. Like, he's, you know, exercising those evil spirits out of the house. And she's like, yeah, 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 hurry up, hurry up. Come on, come on, come on. And he's like, there's a process. Hang on. And she's like, she's the okay, one who I'm believes on. in it. So it's, yeah. Yeah, so why rush it? Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, drink, drink. And then you're like, really? You deserve to go to the hospital, Natalie, because what are you doing? You're not giving the guy time. To do his work. Yeah, I get like, And saying. set up all of that stuff and do the thing and all of that. And he's like, you're not supposed to drink it. I did mm-hmm. like that. There was another like too is that he he was real creepy. And then whenever she like drink, whenever she drinks it, he's like, what is wrong with you? You're not <laughs> supposed to drink it. Oh my gosh. 911, 911, 911. Is that another chant? No, call 911. <laughs> then like he has his phone. And Monk's like, where's your phone? Where's your phone? And he's like, I don't have a phone. I prefer to communicate over the astral plane. And he's like, really? And he's like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. You know this episode so much better than I do. It's not even funny. Okay. I guess that might be a dislike. Well, okay. This This is actually the dislike for me. Is that I remembered this episode being so much worse and so i never really watched it or rewatched it but the scene that i didn't like was the ritual scene uh-huh. i thought it was scary <laughs> and so i didn't like it and then it was like one of those things where like i felt like it was a really big part of the episode mm-hmm. but when i rewatched it i realized how small of a part it was in the episode and that it wasn't scary and it wasn't as bad as I remember it being. It was not scary. It wasn't scary, right? So, again, my high school brain, which makes no sense that I was in high school thinking these things. But I, I, have, I have no words. Like, I can't defend myself. I just, and I will say that, like, that was, it's not a dislike anymore. It's now, like, all of that's, like, a like, but it just... One of those things where I could tell you a long time ago, I could tell you last week before I watched this episode again, I thought this was one of the worst monk episodes. No. Yeah. This is like one of the best. When I hear then. voodoo curse, I'm like, oh God. I'm no. dead serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Wow. Um, My first dislike is why the heck? Would they think rearranging the squad room would be a good idea? This happens at the beginning of the episode. Mm. Like, Monk is going in for, like, a briefing or whatever on what's happening with the voodoo doll. And they rearranged the room. The, the room has always been the same, apparently, since the beginning of oh, time. Oh, you, you think the bad idea was that they rearranged it in general? Yes. Like, what? Okay. Uh, okay. That Randy was like, it's actually working out pretty well, but, like, they didn't think about Monk? I don't understand. It's funny. Yeah. It's a really funny scene, but they don't think about Monk at all. Huh. Because at the end of it, they're like, they explain the entire thing like, yeah, and it's voodoo and blah, 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 blah. And Monk's like, 
Sorry, I heard something about voodoo. This is this table's off. <laughs> the trash can. He walks over to the trash can and like picks it up, and he's like, "Oh, that's better." Okay, something about voodoo. <laughs> that's that is funny. I thought you were actually saying that you didn't like the scene, like just the scene in general, that it was like irrelevant. Because that I was gonna agree with. Oh, like. They had to do that all on camera. It was just, it was just like an, yeah, kind of. I mean, it was, it was just one of those things where I feel like it was a, this episode's going to be all about Natalie and her fears and her quirks. Mm -hmm. And so we need to put something in about Monk and how quirky he is. Mm -hmm. So they like started off the episode with that. And then they're like, okay, now it's all about Natalie. So it, it was just like a random, I feel like it was a random thing, but also again, like as a, new viewer you would want to see like yeah there's something wrong with monk okay now we continue mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it'd be one of those things i feel like if emma watched this one she'd be like monk wasn't like did he didn't do anything mm-hmm. so i don't know but I, I i get what you're saying though too like why did you even think that that would make sense like as stottlemyre as the captain yeah why would you think that you'd be able to get away with that mm-hmm. so that makes sense okay Mine is, okay, I mentioned this scene before where Monk was super sweet to Natalie. Um, Take care of you. You're going to be fine. And then when he's talking to the captain, he's like, we have to figure out this case. I have to get Natalie back. She's going to be so hard to replace. (laughs) And Sotomar's like, what? And he's like, that's not, that didn't sound right. That's not the focus right now. My bad. So he did realize like what he said, but like he totally just negated his like yeah. caring for other people. And I think they had sprinkled enough of not caring like with PD, like yeah. being like probably. And then the lady, the, well, the killer, when they're in her dad's house or her uncle's house, I mean, when Stottlemyre is like, you know, you need to take care of Natalie. You know, I, I can tell she's doing really bad. And then Monk's like, how do I do that? And Stottlemyre's like, well, you've seen people, like, take care of other people and be empathetic. Just do what they do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, God, okay. And then when he's talking to the killer, because she's supposed to be grieving, yeah. and he's like, sorry about your uncle, and okay. <laughs> and then walks off. Like, it was funny, but yeah. I think they had established already enough that Monk didn't know how to be empathetic and was being weird. Yeah. He didn't need to throw in the replacing Natalie comment. Thought that was too much. Really? I thought it was funny. I thought it was too I didn't much. even think about that. Okay. I think you're right. Um, so what are the chances that... What are the chances with the golfer getting struck by lightning and the baseball lady? Like, like that happened in like one week, right? Ooh. Yeah. Like two crazy things and then like the heart attack. But that's the heart attack isn't crazy, like... They could have, they didn't have to do the whole golfer struck by lightning thing. I think they could have done, like, lady struck by baseball, the guy with the heart attack, and just, like, another normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could have easily done that. Instead of golfer struck by lightning. That's crazy. Okay, that's, that, that is true, and I agree. So I'm not negating what you said, mm-hmm. but I'm actually adding on to what you said because what they, what she was actually looking for would have been people who like lived alone. Yeah. Because she had to go back into their house or she had to sneak into their house or whatever after the fact. Because she had to go home, make the voodoo doll about what happened to them and then go back. 
So it's not like she could have gone into a house that had like a family or somebody in it. So she had to wait for stuff to happen to people who were, lived alone. Mm-hmm. And basically so she wouldn't get caught. So then you're saying that the two cases were that she found were freak accidents. Yeah. Like getting struck by lightning and getting hit on the head with a baseball yes. from a home run and dying. Yes. Like those are two freak accidents. And those are the ones that she chose. Like if it was voodoo... It could have been anything and not been... Like, it makes it a little bit more creepy that they're so specific. But you can also kill anybody anyway with the voodoo doll. Yeah. The voodoo doll itself is creepy. It's not, like, necessarily like, oh, you swallowed a toad and choked on it, you know? It's like, it doesn't have to be this outlandish way to die. Mm-hmm. So, I get what you're saying. I gotcha. Okay, my next thing is, okay, what a crock. This reverend guy makes money selling voodoo dolls to people. And then he also makes money reversing the effects of the voodoo doll. <laughs> what? What kind of business I'm, plan I'm is this? He sells the girl the voodoo dolls and then goes, oh, you had a voodoo doll about you? Oh, let me come over and get rid of that for you. He's a businessman. Obviously. He's hustling. He obviously is. (laughs) Also, how can a reverend be into the bad arts? Isn't that like an oxymoron or something? Like, how is that? It's like he's like a, he's like a witch reverend, you know? I don't know, Candace. Why are you asking me? I'm 13. I don't know about the dark arts. Oh, well, don't get into my junk. Don't get into my junk time question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, this was a lot just to cover up your own murder of a heart of a heart attack. <laughs> That's so true. She knew she knew she could easily get away with a heart attack that it was untraceable. So what the crap was the point of all of this? <laughs> like. She didn't need to do any of this. Well, and also what's funny too is that she went through this huge elaborate thing to like make it like this crazy impossible case. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but did you, so did you know about Adrian Monk? Like she, yeah. she must have figured out who Adrian Monk was after the fact and then was like, oh crap, this guy's really good. So I need to figure out a way to throw him off. But if you hadn't originally made this wackadoo crazy case... He never would have even been on your case. Yeah. And figured it out. If it was like, just a heart attack. If it was just a heart attack. No one would have looked man. into that. Nobody would have looked into that. And she knew. They were like, she was a paramedic. She knew exactly how to make yeah. him have a heart attack and look like it was like untraceable and nothing happened or whatever. And then it's like, he went through this whole <laughs> elaborate scheme. That's basically a plot hole, but. I, I, I didn't even think about putting in plot holes, but it's yeah. just, it. It's a good episode, but it makes zero sense. Yeah. <laughs> Where did she come up with this? Like, and her uncle wasn't even superstitious. I know. Like, it wasn't like she had any reason to be like, oh, and my uncle would have died. Like, they, like she had to stage her uncle being into that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, my last dislike is Petey's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. That's so sad. That is so sad. And uh like I love Petey and then 
the poor kid is literally going to be traumatized for the rest of his life. Oh my god. That he cracked an old lady's cranium and killed her. That's pretty intense, so. Do you think they're ever going to tell him that it wasn't a voodoo doll? Because does he know that it was a voodoo doll? Oh. I mean, I guess it technically wouldn't matter. Because he's still the one that hit her on the head anyway. Mm-hmm. But if it was like, it's okay, PD, she was destined to do this. <laughs> then he, he's either going to believe in voodoo dolls for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah. Or if they tell him, he's going to think he killed the woman for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I would choose voodoo. <laughs> there was nothing I could do, even if I didn't hit a home run that day. Or that's the only reason I hit the home run. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Won't happen again. Yeah, no. That would be sad. Yeah, I'd that's choose voodoo. terrible. Okay. Is it, are you done with this? Like, or you have I one have more? one more, I okay. think. Okay, so... No Julie action, which, I mean... I know. They keep going, yeah. where's Julie? Uh-huh. She's at band camp. Like, what the... She's at band... She's with the front... She's on a road trip. She's on... No. Julie's in space she's this week. She's getting married. She's, she's, she's actually having a baby this week. <laughs> Maybe we'll see her next week. Like, what? Her funeral's tomorrow. <laughs> she, she died of natural causes. Old age. Where's Julie this week? She's still dead. <laughs> No, we're just joking. We know that Emmy was not even living on the same coast, and so mm-hmm. she was flying back for special episodes. And and we just saw her in the critic, so yeah, we can't give her that hard of a time. That was that was last episode, so <laughs> yeah. But still, I miss her. I know I miss her so much. <laughs> no, but this is the good one. This one. Where's Julie? Oh, she's thirty now. <laughs> <laughs> she's Petey's mom. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, are you done? Yes. Okay, all right. He's the guy. Okay, Noah, do you have anyone? Nope. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So I... Oh, wait. Oh, okay, go ahead. I do have things to say, though. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I was watching Shameless, and I saw Hank. Not Hank. Harold. <laughs> Why do you always call I him Hank? Know. What is up with that? I saw Harold, and he was like this... He's like this cop. And he wants to, like, you know how whenever there's, like, a missing kid or whatever, the cops use, like, the megaphone, like, on their car? Oh, and, like, yeah. Well, he's with his partner, and he's, like, and his partner's, like, I forget, he's doing it, and his partner's, like, way younger than him. He's, like, you know, I've been on the force longer than you. I should be able to do this. And so he grabs it, and he, like, keeps messing it up. It's so funny. Because they're, like, looking for, like, this three-year-old kid, and he's, like, <laughs> And he like pushes it at the wrong time, so oh. everything he says is like, like backwards. Oh. It's so funny. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds hilarious. And then I was watching Fast and Furious the other day with my mom. Guess who's in that? Leland freaking Stottlemyer. My mom was like looking at me, and I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> He sounds the exact same. It's so funny. He sounds the same? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay, yeah. I have been watching Big Sky, and I think I talked about... Maybe I haven't talked about it. I don't think it. so. Big Sky. It's a new show on ABC, and the reason I started watching it was because um, the captain was supposed to be on it. And so I started watching it, and he wasn't on the first 10 episodes. And then he finally showed up, like, episode 11. What? And... Like, I mean, 
Big Sky is a little like uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I mean it's a, it's a it's a drama show. Like it's about like it starts off with the storyline is like about a guy who's like kidnapping prostitutes and oh a guy that's like yeah. And so it's 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 a little scary. Like I'm surprised I got Toby to watch it with me, but he's into it now. <laughs> But this, it's like they did, you know how they kind of do like chunks of like, okay, this is about this serial killer. Okay. And then the next chunk of the season is about a different thing. Well, Stoudemire is, he's the dad of this family, this sick, twisted family. And he's like, he just had a stroke. And so like his, his left leg like doesn't work and his arm is kind of like tucked by his side and he has like, he's bald and he's a cowboy and he talks with an accent and he's a, you know, you sit down and so <laughs> guys, he is good. Oh, he geez. is good in this. Like we watched like three episodes of it and just like, we didn't really comment like on his performance. And then he just did something that was even just like more outstanding. And I looked at Toby and I was like, he's freaking good. And he's like, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's so scary and creepy. <laughs> It's so weird, but it's so weird, but yeah, he sounds exactly the same and he's, it's very creepy. It's very good. (laughs) So yes. I also have another little update. I actually saw this morning, uh, Steve Valentine, who's a magician. Mm -hmm. He's a magician. In real life. Yeah. (gasps) I did not know this. No freaking way. I saw, who did somebody tell me that? I think somebody might have... Yeah, that sounds like something someone would I think somebody commented on something that I posted and said, Steve Valentine is a magician. And I was like, what? And so I looked it up really quick on... on, uh, How did we not connect these Wikipedia. Yeah, and uh, the first thing it says, Steve Valentine is a magician. And then some more stuff. He's an actor, blah, 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 blah. But he started off as a magician. And I was like, what the heck? So I don't know if he's still a magician, but... No wonder. I'm like, he did such an amazing performance. Blah, 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 blah. Like, he was playing himself. He's literally <laughs> a magician. Holy crap. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my gosh, Tony Shalhoub is amazing. Like, yeah, he has OCD and he's a detective. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, still, still did a good this job, This is though. actually a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Let me get to my people because we've already been talking for a bit. Yeah. So, okay. First is David Gore, who played Petey. And we both were looking him up, and we he looked so familiar. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything. He's on episode of Wizards of Waverly Place, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh the Movie, Lie to Me, and then he's on an episode of Psych, and then he was also on the series Little Monk, like the web series that they did whenever Monk was on. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I think I mentioned it like once before in the past, a long time ago. Where I think it was after the episode, Mr. Monk and Little Monk, mm-hmm. they made a web series about like Little Monk, but they didn't use the same actor. That's I don't, so I don't think they used the same actor. I don't know. I, I never saw it. So um, <laughs> anyway, so I don't know what, where this kid is from, honestly. Um, next, we have uh, John Lacey, who played the coach. Okay. He was in a bunch of different stuff. Malcolm in the Middle, 24, House, The Secret Life of American Teenager, Nashville, 911, and he was in an episode of Psych. Okay, so I thought all the psychos out there would appreciate that. Um, we have Michael Patrick McGill, who played Sergeant Steiner. He was on 
so much stuff. He was on the Foster's Heart of Dixie, Cougar Town Scandal, Parks and Rec, Secret Life, The Middle, Lie to Me, Wizards, Scrubs, Malcolm in the Middle, and he was on three episodes of Monk. He was on this one. He was on... Um, I, I couldn't find the other one, but he was on The Man Who Shot Santa Claus. And then the next guy is Sean Blodgett, who played Dr. Z. And he's been on three episodes of Monk. One of which is this one. And The Man Who Shot Santa Claus. So hmm. I thought that was weird that... Both of those guys were on the two two similar episodes. And then he's also going to be in a future episode. Oh. Yeah. So we'll have to look out for Dr. Z. I don't know. I feel like they've never mentioned his name. Yeah. They've probably just given him him that name, Mm -hmm. you know? But so I thought that was weird. Okay. And then next we have David Graco, who played the male paramedic. Oh, yeah. With the female, right? The male paramedic. And he was in another episode of Monk. And it was in 2007. Oh, crap, I think I might be getting this mixed up. Okay, honestly, I think I might be getting this mixed up. I think this guy, sorry, my notes are really small. I think this guy, the male paramedic, he might have been in, yes, he was in The Man Who Shot Santa Claus because I looked it up and it said his name, he was credited as someone named Thorn in The Man okay. Who Shot Santa Claus. And I'm like, that must be like one of the criminals, like in the heist, because whose name is Thorn? <laughs> I've never heard that name. I don't remember that mm-hmm, name. Yeah. So... He's in that, and then the other guy. I think the I think the sergeant guy. I didn't find the three episodes he was in. He's just in this one, and then he's credited as Sergeant Steiner, Cop Number Two, and First Patrolman, and three different ones. So I feel like oh. he's getting like promoted, demoted, promoted, demoted. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his character. So, but we'll be on the lookout for Doctor Z at least. And then my last last person is of course Meatloaf, Meatloaf. who plays. Reverend Hadley Jorgensen. What is a meatloaf? Meatloaf, that's his name. That's his, his, I don't, that's his stage name. I'm sure his parents didn't name him Meatloaf. But he's a singer. No freaking way. Yep. When I did the viewer's voice about this one, everybody was talking about how much they love Meatloaf. Yeah. He's a singer. Oh gosh. I think in the 80s. I want to say he was an 80s singer. Maybe. Play a song by Meatloaf. Sounds like a Halloween song. Sounds 80s. Yeah. Alexa, when did the song come out? Rock and Roll Dreams Come True by Meat Loaf was released on November 1st, 2019. Did that answer? <laughs> <laughs> 2019. Yes. Not accurate. <laughs> sounds Not like a- an 80s song. <laughs> sounds- okay, he was, he was in the 80s. Alexa, stop. What are the chances? <laughs> Released in 2019. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Man, this song is so retro. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, forget it. Next. Uh, no. Uh, no, but seriously. So, Meatloaf, famous singer from, I want to say 80s, 90s. Not 100% sure. Maybe but 2019. 20, 20, maybe 2019. Maybe 2020. <laughs> um, no, but I actually only have seen him or know him besides monk from celebrity apprentice it's and trump yeah which i was me and toby were obsessed with by the way we watched it in college all the time and we absolutely love that show 
And because, you know, I'm a sucker for anything with celebrities in it. Of course. So Meatloaf was on there. He was, okay, by the way, Rage Monkey is a total thing. He was a Rage Monkey. Rage Monster? No, I, I looked up Urban Dictionary. It was a person that easily gets angered by things. A Rage Monkey. Yeah, Rage Monkey. But it's yeah. Not, okay. It is. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he has a temper temper he was throwing tantrums like every two seconds oh my god so yeah interesting um i mean i i mean i don't i don't mind the guy i mean i don't know him but i'm just telling you what i saw on the celebrity (laughs) apprentice so you know how it is but everybody seemed to love him on on the viewer's voice submissions so Hmm. a bunch of meatloaf fans so (laughs) interesting all right i am done with he's the guy junk time Welcome back to my favorite time in the show where we eat junk and we eat questions. <laughs> I thought that I asked junk and asked the questions. <laughs> I'm going to try your Paleolithic era snacks. Okay, so I'm going to give you an almond and yeah. a walnut and... That does not look like a walnut. Oh, wait. That's a hazelnut? No, this is a hazelnut. That's yeah, a, that is the walnut. That's a hazelnut. Like that? And Ew, then I'll give you like two chocolate chips. De-skinned. I don't want chocolate chips. Oh. I want... The, just the nuts? Almonds. Part of the... Oh, wait. You have all of wait. them. Oh, I do There's only four almond. things. Then I want another walnut. What? <laughs> We're bargaining here. You gave me the small... What the crap? What are you talking about? I don't care. I'm you being ripped walnuts? off. Yes. I don't care. I was trying to get you a mouthful of the mix. Mm. I don't understand what's hard to understand about that. Wait, I um, need a walnut. walnut. I don't have a walnut. Oh, wait, no. I, uh, I'm missing a hazelnut. Definitely needs chocolate. I thought hazelnuts tasted like Nutella. I've been lied to. <laughs> They're just made from hazelnuts. Mmm, the almond's the best. The chocolate's the best. <laughs> no, I hate dark chocolate. Okay, my first question is, are you superstitious? Yes. No. Not at all. And what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> Are you super cool? <laughs> <laughs> super cool. Also, answer is... <laughs> um, No, I am not superstitious. I... Oh, no, I am kind of superstitious. Oh, crap. Not like... Not like off the book superstitious. Like, you know, horseshoe crap or like... Or like mirror stuff. I don't know. Just like. Just okay. Like because I feel like there's a difference between like. I actually think that I'm going to have bad luck if I don't do something. But it's just like this weird feeling that you get where you're like. I have to do this that way. Mm -hmm. And you're like if I don't do this that way. Like I'm going to feel weird. Or like. Like why not just do it the way that I'm supposed to do it. I used to be like. I used to be like. If I don't make it to this mailbox in five seconds, I'm going to die. <laughs> I used to do that all yeah, the time. That's so stupid, yeah. I saw a TikTok about that. I was like, oh. I'm and then I stopped long. doing it. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, I, I'm not superstitious, like, you know, off the book. But I, I do have weird superstitions with my, like, whenever I play, like, Clash Royale, which is, like, a game, like, a card game on your phone, mm-hmm. I, like, if I win, like, four games in a row, I'm, like, this is going too well for me. I'm going to lose. And then I like, I feel like I kind of purposely lose. I don't know. Mm. I feel like once, once I actually have the thought that I, this is going too good, then I start things going bad. 
So I kind of control things. I don't know. Not mm. controlled like I have powers, but like. Well, that's a, that's a, it's more like a, yeah, mind over, like, not mind over matter, but yeah, where your mind is controlling it. I'm trying to think of like, I used to like legit hold my breath when driving by a cemetery. Oh my God. All the time. Really? I mean, when I was little, not as well, an adult. Yeah. Um, that would have been stupid. <laughs> I just, I just pass out. <laughs> I know things that are bad luck. Like, okay. Like something that's actually really cre- creepy is whenever you're driving and a black cat runs out in front of you. Really? Yeah. Cause you're not supposed to drive by. You're supposed to turn around. Like it's bad luck. If a black cat runs across the road when you're on the road, um, it's bad luck. If you break a mirror, which I have definitely broken a mirror. I dropped a giant mirror on the ground. Well, I mean, me and Toby were carrying a big mirror. Oh no, that's not true. I did break the mirror by myself because I was trying to score it and snap it off. Mm -hmm. So you can like score both sides of it and just kind of make a tiny sliver. And then you're supposed to be able to pop it. Well, I didn't score it hard enough. And so Toby was too scared to try. And so I just put my gloves on and and it shattered. Oh my god. Yeah, and so I broke a window. I mean, I broke a mirror. I have also broken a window, but it, uh, that's not bad luck. <laughs> to break a window, right? No, no. no. I, I broke someone's I, leg once. That's not That's not, that's bad, not luck. bad luck. <laughs> yeah, I've broken my leg once. That's not bad luck, though. <laughs> saying all those terrible things that happened to you, and you're like, that's not bad luck, though. Um, oh, have you done the thing where you go underneath a... Like, if you run a yellow light... You kiss the dashboard? No. no. I don't drive, so... Oh, okay. Well, you do it oh, as the... Oh, okay. What? No, you do it as the passenger. I've never actually done it as an the adult dashboard? when I Isn't drive. The dashboard? Isn't the dashboard... Oh, the dashboard's the one you put your feet on, right? Or not supposed <laughs> to put your feet on. Yeah. The, it's the not one... made for your feet, but <laughs> we both put our feet on ours as passengers. Yes. That's the dashboard. So when you go, like, if you run a yellow light, you kiss your hand, and then you slap the dashboard. <laughs> That's cool. Um... <laughs> What else superstitious? I'm trying to think. I I know there's stuff that I actually do that I'm like, I want to say there's stuff I hold my breath for still, but I don't know if I think it's bad luck. I mean, as a Catholic, like, I'm pretty sure we're not supposed to believe in superstitions. So, like, our teacher, or our teacher, like, when we were in fifth grade, used to, like, every time we would say, like, dude, you're so lucky, she would make us say, like, blessed or something. And we were like, what? Oh, uh-huh. Like, we didn't actually be like, what are the chances? It's just like a freeze. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. I didn't, I didn't No, I've, I've I've had that too. Like, no, we don't. There's no such thing as luck. You're blessed. When good things happen to you, don't say, like, don't say, oh, that was by chance because I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm blessed. And then it just puts that good juju out into the world. And <laughs> and there's no such thing as juju. Like, <laughs> That's wait, what I was going to say. <laughs> If if we're if we're making a lecture on what not to say, juju isn't really a thing. It's 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 all from above. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever done any of those like I know again you're Catholic and and I'm Christian. You're not really supposed to do that. But have you ever done any of the creepy like challenge Bloody thing? Mary yeah. or yes. whatever? I mean, I've never done the Bloody Mary thing. I know my mom made my sister do it once. Um, because she was scared of it? Yeah. Yeah. She was terrified of it. She was like, she like didn't sleep or whatever or something. 
my mom like locked her sister in the bathroom and like put candles up in there or whatever and then like locked the door that emma was like crying it was emma it was emma oh god <laughs> she's gonna be so mad she was on like three weeks ago or whatever but she was like crying so hard and, and like and she had she my mom made her say it like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then nothing happened. <laughs> and then she was like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I used to be so scared of, I used to be so scared of Freddy Krueger and Jason. Oh my god! And I never saw the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared of that. I was such a baby. I, I was scared of, what was it? World War Z. Oh my god, I watched World War Z and I couldn't sleep for like two weeks. It was the, it was the only thing I've like ever been like scared of like movie not ever. Just zombie movies like that in general. Like I used to like like for a month straight I was like, What if I what if I go to sleep and I wake up and everyone's a zombie? And then like, oh my gosh, it was so scary. Uh. <laughs> but now I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> but um I have tried the, like, the, like, Charlie thing. I forgot what it was called. Oh. But, like, where you put the pencils on each other. Oh. You, like, I'll show it to you. <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're doing it? Great. <laughs> so, it's, like, you... Dr- I've never done a satanic ritual. Have you do, like, you do, like, <laughs> you do, like, yes, yes, no, no, or something. Four, two lines across each other. And on each, like, thing, you do yes, no, yes, no, blah, blah, blah. And you put, like, two pencils like this. You're like, does Jason like me? And then whichever one it, like, crap. <laughs> There's supposed to be, like, two regular pencils. But whichever one it, like, goes to, like, yes or no or whatever. Or you balance a pencil on top of another pencil. Yeah. And then it kind of spins yeah. and tells you yes or no, yes or no. Yes. Or no. I don't know why I drew on this. <laughs> this is, like, a bad idea. And using my eraser to erase it it's off. It's going to work. I've never I've never seen that one. That's interesting. But you know oh gosh, that's terrible. Okay. Um but you've never done like a Ouija board or anything. No, like that oh is, my god, yeah. that's terrifying. Okay, just just for the record, don't do that, guys. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. Also, do you believe in voodoo? No, heck no. Pretty sure I made a voodoo doll once. What? It didn't work. What <laughs> So you don't believe in voodoo? No, do you? I do believe in voodoo. Why? Because voodoo is real. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why. Okay. I don't. Oh, my God. Okay. No, it's not so real. So, this is how it works, guys. Okay. So, I guess you'd have to technically... No, you don't have to believe in God to believe this. Okay. So, because a lot of people who are just, like, spiritual in general believe this stuff. So, there's there's... Good and there's bad, whether you think it's God or the devil, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's good and there's bad. Okay, I guess it's specifically God. Okay, so <laughs> oh if, okay, if you pray, so if you pray to God, like the good God that we believe in, good things can happen, will happen. You can manifest things. You can make things happen. You can be, you know, successful. You can have love. You can have hope. You oh, can yeah. have peace. Okay, so that's if you pray to God. He is the author of good things. Okay. Yeah. If you pray to Satan, he is the author of bad things. Uh-huh. So you can't, if you're doing that, you're oh, you're asking, you're basically asking Satan Where to we, kill someone. Where is this going? Oh, beca- yeah, yeah. Because God won't do that. 
So you can't, you can't like use a voodoo doll. And then if you are, you know, praying or you're saying like, oh, like kill someone, like you, God won't do that. It's not in God's will. Mm -hmm. But if you use Satan to pray to, or you use the bad energy of the universe, that's where it doesn't necessarily have to be God or Satan. It could just be like, if you really believe in the good versus the evil, the yin and the yang, if you pray to that, if you put your energy and focusing on that evil, then you can make things happen. You can make evil things happen. Just like you can make good things happen, you can make evil things happen. So there's, I mean, like, you go to New Orleans, they do voodoo, and they know there's there's voodoo priests. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get what you're saying. I'll try. No, I'm saying... I have to prove or I'm saying don't try because it's not... Re- That's the thing is, like, Kids try this stuff because it's scary because it's spooky because it seems like it's fun. But the problem is, is that it's actually real. So the once in a blue moon that it works for somebody, it's you're conjuring up evil things. Like when you use a Ouija board and all that stuff. So I think that voodoo is real. I don't believe in it. I, I don't know if it's necessarily per se like I make this doll and necessarily that this specific thing. But I believe that you can create a lot of bad things if you put enough energy into it. Just like your mind can do really powerful things. Your mind can do like, I mean, powerful and powerful is good. Powerful can be really bad. So I think that there is. Well, I'll go to New Orleans. I'll make a voodoo doll of you. Kill it, see what happens, get back to you in a week. Right, but you understand that I'm saying that in order to do that, you have to actually like either pray to Satan or just mm. straight up like evil spirits, uh, you know, uh, hey, yo, work, evil for, work for me. Smite thou. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like work for me, do your thing. Like, or, or if you're saying like grant me the power, like, yeah, don't do that stuff. Yeah. Like that's. Uh, you can make th- good things happen in this universe, and you can make bad things happen in this universe. I was so choose good and don't make a voodoo doll. Of this episode, I th- I was I think I was thinking about like making a voodoo doll of me and like putting in a little. I have pretty scary things in my like well, that. Yeah, I don't. You know. thought that was a pentagram. I did. It's not a pentagram. Well, I joked that we should send a voodoo doll in the monk box. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'll just whatever whoever the winner is. Make you a custom voodoo doll and send it your way. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, though. Because make voodoo dolls of us. I'd be the biggest hypocrite ever. I want, But they're, like, not blessed by, like, Satan and stuff. So, like, what's the harm? I'm just making Where's you a foul? personalized rag doll that mm. looks like a little creepy voodoo doll. Yeah, I used to have what's a What's the big deal? I used to have a little voodoo doll that I put on my bag, and I took it to school, and it was cute. And then my religion teacher got mad at me. Of course she did. <laughs> because of literally what we just said. And your religion of all should it yeah. probably believes in it because they do exorcisms. Yeah, that's so. scary. I don't like that part. <laughs> I don't like that part. That's the part of the Bible I don't write. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we're going to end junk time with our viewer's voice. This is from Joe Nix on Facebook. He says, I love this episode. It's one of the creepier ones, and it's nice to see someone else has something to be afraid of other than Mr. Monk. Natalie is almost monkish with her fear of voodoo and the dolls, and seeing Monk on the other side of the table. See what I did there? 
Trying to help Natalie with that fear just shows the actors are capable of making almost anything believable. And Meatloaf is a veteran actor as well as one of my favorite musicians and nails his role perfectly. I can actually picture him selling voodoo wares in his own shop. That's true. This episode is just another prime example of great writing being performed by a great cast of actors, giving us some pretty believable characters. Just my opinion. Good job, Joe. Good job, Joe. Thanks for leaving that viewer's voice. And hopefully you're watching our YouTube videos and all that. We Mm kind of chatted about that. But um, if you want your viewer's voice to be heard, make sure that you submit your stuff probably about three weeks ahead. Um, And then if you submit a good one like Joe, you might be on the show. So there you go. Good job, Joe. I agree. I love Meatloaf. (laughs) Didn't even know who Meatloaf They're my favorite band. (laughs) They're my favorite dish. (laughs) Okay, next segment. Plot holes. Okay, I already had one, but... Yeah, I already said, true. what was that one? Oh, this was all like. Why the did the girl do that? Thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far fetched stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not going to catch this one for sure. No offense, but it's a callback one to Mr. Monk and the Wrong Man. Oh, I had this. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, you tricked me. I hate you. Okay, okay. Mr. Monk and the Wrong Man, where. The wrong, oh, yeah. the, the wrong man has the tattoo yeah, of the I knife, and he works out, mm-hmm. and it's stabbing Monk in the eye. <laughs> Monk says, I can feel it. It's like voodoo or something. And Natalie's like, that's ridiculous. Voodoo's not real. No way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a that's, good one. Yeah. I've, I've heard people say that. People say that all the time. I can't take credit for that. People say that all the time. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Natalie doesn't believe in voodoo. Well, whatever. So, what the crap? Okay. And then I also, this one's kind of random, but I, this is just totally personal. When Randy says, and there you go, Bob's your uncle. And Sotomayor's like, Bob's your uncle? And he's like, yeah, Bob's your uncle. It's like a saying. And he's like, that's not a saying. And he's like, yeah, it is. He's like, Bob's your uncle. That's a saying. And I was thinking, that is a thousand percent a saying. No. Yes. Bob's your uncle. It's like, it's like, you're saying like, there it is. Like, they did this, they did this, and then Bob's your uncle. Like, there it is. No. It's literally, yeah. Yeah. It's totally saying. So, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of surprising. Like, I know it was something, like, silly for Randy to say, but the fact that the captain, like, questioned it didn't really make sense because it was a thing. So, but do you have any balls? Norp. Oh, wait, no, I don't. <laughs> Natalie got rid of the knives, the blenders, the hedge clippers after she thought she was going to be decapitated. That sounds riskier than just keeping them there, <laughs> if you ask me. Like, oh, no, what am I going to do about the? Unless she made, like, Monk do it or something. Like, Yeah, something, yeah. Like, oh, no, I might be decapitated. Let me grab all these things so I don't do that. Like, that's going to work. Yeah. yeah. It just didn't make any sense. Well, I thought it was weird that she, like, she had her ceiling fan on and slept with it on. Well, she also left the room, but she had it on, and then she walked out Mm -hmm. and, like, didn't turn the fan off. And why'd she have the fan on in the first place? It was, like, spinning slowly. I'm like, okay, I didn't didn't get that either. Okay, I have uh, Randy's eating gingerbread cookies. (laughs) 
It's not Christmas. <gasps> Why do they have gingerbread cookies? Gin- like, they make gingerbread cookies. <gasps> well, they usually, I've never had one. They usually make like ginger snaps. Like circular. Like people usually only make gingerbread cookies when it's Christmas. I feel like. No? Is that not true? Like gingerbread like men? Yeah. Like usually if people make like ginger cookies, they make them like circular. If they're making it like any time other than Christmas. I don't know. I guess I could be wrong. But I just thought that was weird that he was eating gingerbread cookies. And then because it was obviously for the joke for him to eat the head off of it. And like the cookie. And you're like. They could have done that with like animal crackers or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. This is a super random one. You might not remember this, but whenever they're in the headquarters and Natalie's not there, they're talking about the victims of the dolls and they have all these pictures Oh yeah. of the victims up and they all have these blue backgrounds. Now I'm assuming that these are supposed to be these people's like driver's license photos. Mm-hmm. That they're, you know, like usually when they have like victim... It's like a random picture of them. It's not all the pictures are identical of the people. Like they're all in front of this blue screen. I thought that was weird. And then Natalie has like her short hair in the picture. So I'm like, so they got a picture of Trailer Howard at this current time and used it as a victim photo. She's like wearing the same dress. (laughs) Well, I think they, I think they cut it off. Like they, it's like your neck up. So it's literally a headshot. Yeah. But it's like. What are the chances that she, what, got a new license and her license looks like her hair does right now? Yeah. It was just a little kind of, you know, it was a whatever, but it was a continuity kind of catch. Like, I haven't changed my license picture in years. 34 to be exact. Yeah, in 34 years. Mm -hmm. I've had the same picture on my license (laughs) that I've had for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Same picture. Technically correct. Wait, no, technically not correct. Never mind. <laughs> technically not. No. Technically it was a joke. That's we're forgetting really technical. I was joking. Okay, do you have any more pause? I do not. What that was it? Yeah. I already said my good one earlier during dislike, so how do you not okay, I feel like how do you not have this one? The window that was open in Natalie's house. Remember when the Reverend like gets there yeah, and she yeah. backs and she up bumps into it and it shuts and she's like ah, and screams. Why is like, it open? Why is the window not shut, locked, and bolted? I know. What? That was the I was thinking that was the too. worst joke ever. Or like that was I mean well, I guess it wasn't a joke. For being technical, it wasn't joking. <laughs> but I, I thought you would have written that down. Like why was that window open? I thought that about really that. Obvious. I really did think about that. That was really obvious. I also did not understand why Natalie just. All of a sudden, d- didn't believe in voodoo anymore. Just because this incident was fake and was staged doesn't mean that the thing with Mitch was staged. Yeah, that's true. What are the chances? Or, or not a coincidence. Like, she literally just, like, gave it up. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm much better now. I don't believe in voodoo at all anymore. What happened to Mitch was just a coincidence. I didn't think that made sense for, like, what... I didn't think that made sense. I think, I think it made sense because... She had already come to terms that it was, wow, you're really destroying that. Had really come to terms with the fact that it was a coincidence. And then all of a sudden, it's not a coincidence. But now it's just back to normal. You feel me? Okay. I could see that. Okay. That's a little debunk. I like that. Okay. 
what was this murderer paramedic girl? What was she going to do exactly? Like Natalie? Yeah, like, for one, was she going to chop her head off? But, <laughs> like, for two, like, like what was her, like, end game? Like, she was just literally going to not kill Natalie. She was just going to have her scared mm-hmm. for how long until she didn't get her head chopped off. And then, like, what? Yeah. Like... Because, what, three months go by and she's just like... Yeah. Okay, maybe it isn't. And then they didn't solve the case and then nobody solved the case. Uh, you know, or maybe mm-hmm. like you said, they put a different detective on it and then like they figured it out anyway because there is still someone. Like, are you going to keep sending? If you kept sending dolls to every other detective had decided to take the case, then it would be obvious that you were just targeting people who were investigating the yeah. case, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, what would your what would be your end game with this? Like, sending this doll yeah. to this guy's assistant because you'd have to continue to do something. That would scare... Like, you'd probably have to kill more people mm-hmm. just to cover up your... Or not, not... Sorry, she didn't kill people. She only killed her uncle. But you know what I mean? She would have to keep doing her paramedic voodoo doll thing in order to make Natalie just seem like a random person. But yeah. Natalie would never have died because she wouldn't have killed her. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So my so that's my question. She never is actually like, got was her she, hands dirty was she, her uncle. Yeah, but was she planning on killing her? Because the long game of this plan doesn't work. Yeah, you're right. Someone else either has to investigate or Natalie's fear dies down because she doesn't get her head chopped off. How does she even chop off her head? She could have done that so much easier. Like like a car, like a tire like on her face or something. Or, or like uh, something like health related, like the heart attack. Yeah. Where you're like, you don't know if you're going to have a heart attack. Like, there's no, you know, there's nothing. You can't stop yourself from like having a heart attack or... Nothing like... Okay, now you're gonna like be paralyzed, like or so, yeah, some yeah. That's stupid. Like, yeah, you have to actually somehow figure out a way to chop off her head or paralyze her or whatever. Just make it like her eyes missing, <laughs> like you drop her, the scalpel in her eye or some crap. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of the same thing. I'm just, I'm just saying that the long game of this plan doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you're right. someone else would have to do it. Or Monk would eventually pick up the case once Natalie didn't get her head chopped off. The long game of this plan doesn't make sense, and the short game of this plan doesn't make sense. So maybe this yeah. plan just doesn't make sense. Exactly. My, I think this is my last thing. Is that the Reverend was wearing? This was Toby. Toby caught it. Okay. He was wearing all these jewels around his neck, a bunch oh, of necklaces. Yeah? And one of them was a New York Yankees necklace. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. It was funny. Though. It was funny. <laughs> it was like, because it was like he was supposed to be whatever. I don't know, but why would even someone that does like voodoo even wear that type of jewelry? Anyway. I thought it looked funny. But it I don't was, get Yeah. That. It's a cute little thing. All right. Next segment. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Call me Meatloaf. Because I'm a great singer. (laughs) Okay, think of one crazy moment. One crazy moment is... My biggest crazy moment is when Monk wanted to replace Natalie. Or he thought about replacing Natalie. He was like, oh, this is going to be so hard. How am I going to replace Natalie after this? Okay, nice. 
The next one is Petey's probably not going to jail. <laughs> Whenever nobody wants to open the box. Like Stottlemyre's oh, like, yeah. open the box. And Randy's like, no, Captain, you can open the box. And then Monk's like, I'll open the box. And he's like, well, technically I'm just a consultant. So, <laughs> and he doesn't open the box. Uh, when Monk can't be sensitive. And he's like, sorry about your uncle. Or, yeah, that's it. <laughs> he's, when he tells Natalie he needs her to come back. He spent six hours this morning rearranging the cereal boxes. <laughs> How much cereal does he even have? Like, what? He probably has like two cereal boxes at most. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> uh, he freaks out about the devil's dung. <laughs> the forces of darkness are gathering. 911, is that a chant? <laughs> and then the last one is when Natalie drinks the. Drinks the potion. And he's like, what do we do? What do we do? And Meatloaf is like, well, maybe we should induce vomiting. And Monk's like, no, no. Let's call that plan never do. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it for Crazy Moments. So, um, oh, we didn't do out of 10 what? Oh, Out of 10 New York Yankees necklaces oh nice okay out of 10 old lady fanny packs (laughs) she was rocking that fanny pack okay she totally was i mean i was the one that brought it back before i know it was 2009 but i still brought it back (laughs) in the 2010s so okay so out of 10 new york yankee necklaces what are you giving them Four, quattro, cinco, nope, quattro, and uh, cots. Did you look at my paper? No, is that what you had? Yeah. I think he got like three of them just from him being like very stone cold the entire episode. Yeah. And then like one for rearranging his cereal boxes for six hours. Oh my gosh, I thought you were literally going to say and one for the squad room thing. Because that's what I put. I put he was really insensitive to Natalie and the squad room thing. So yeah, I would give him like three points for being so insensitive and then one for the squad room. Yeah. The cereal is pretty crazy though. I, I, I'm not sure really how crazy. that makes any sense, but yeah. Okay, final segment. Rate this episode. Welcome back to Rate This Episode, where I will rate this episode. <laughs> You will rate this episode first because no! I read the synop. Okay. Okay. This was a fun mixture of trace episodes. It wasn't perfect by any means. The crime was good, but the crime didn't really make sense. Like if they if they had just given it a better explanation behind, you know, why she did it, like maybe her uncle died of something crazy. And she was like, oh, crap, no one would even believe that. Mm. So she had to do that. I think that could have been way better. Mm-hmm. But I still think this was a good episode. And I'm going to give it a 8 out of 10. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this episode was so much better than I remembered. Like, so much better. <laughs> I really only remember the ritual. So I was pleasantly surprised by the mystery in general. And it was very intriguing. Very good premise and execution. This episode was not half bad. I am going with a solid 10.8. 
I keep doing that today because I'm so excited. Because we have the same exact scores on both of our things, Candace. I know. What makes you feel like you read my paper? I didn't, but... I swear. I actually, I didn't write down the 4 out of 10, but I didn't do that. But I did write down the 8 out of 10 earlier. Because you can't even, like, I didn't even write down my 8 out of 10. Oh, really? Yeah. No so when you said 8 out of 10, way. I was like... Now it looks like I'm copying off of you. I can read your mind. It's voodoo. <laughs> it's voodoo. It's, what, there's like a song called like that voodoo that you do do or something. You. Gross. I wonder if Alexa, <laughs> doo-doo. play the voodoo song. Let me live neath your spell. Do do that voodoo that you do so well. Are you do? Something to me that nobody else can do. Alexa, off. <laughs> it's like so long. Okay, guys. <laughs> so that's not exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> but still, there's so. I swear, there's somewhere out there that says, like, do that voodoo that you do do or something like that. I'm I think just, that was it. That does, is that it, you think? Okay, I don't know. Voodoo that you do so well. That was banger. That was a banger. That was really good. I was so I was good. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was into it. Frank Sinatra is, oh my gosh. It's a killer. That is super killer. <laughs> okay, guys. So, we're going to let you go now. Um, just make sure that you do not do any voodoo that you do do. And, like, seriously, don't, because it's bad. <laughs> um... No rituals, none of the things. No rituals. Rituals are bad. Do, 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 do. Play us out, Frank. Yeah, we're going to get copyright, so we're not going to do that. Oh, so. what? Oh, okay. Frank, don't play us out. I'm sorry, Frank. I lied to you. But we will see you guys next week for... Junk time. Episode 8. Oh. Episode 8. Bye! We're probably still going to have some paleos now. <laughs> but it's okay, uh-huh. guys. It's okay. It's fine. What? Uh-huh. I mean, let's be honest. I've been doing the Junk Monk podcast for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It's catching up. That's true. <laughs> we do need some paleo. Welcome to the Paleo Monk <laughs> podcast where we eat paleo food and talk about monk. That is not catchy at all. The paleo is, monk. Is that not a thing? That can't be a thing. That's oh not a thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. So go eat some snacks or some junk or some paleo. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.